Join us live right here on the Fear Fishing Experiment. Tonight on the Fear Fishing Experiment. Shut the gander, ask it down for salmon season. Hey, I'm Garrett, and tonight somehow I ended up on this show. Somehow, Mark Hunter won a bass tournament. Hunter and McCall made some major moves on the duck boat. This and so much more coming up on the Fear Fishing Experiment. Report suspicious activities and call 911 for immediate response. Expect delays, searches of personal property, and restricted access to public buildings. Expect traffic delays and restrictions. Of a small move bass. Hold that up. Sure. Oh my gosh, that's a big fish. You know what? You know what? It turned out into like cinematic. Genius. Oh, oh. Just, the ideas just keep rolling. your host, Ian West. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fear Fishing Experiment number 114. Whoa. Whoa. Welcome. Once again. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a craziness tonight. First hit like and share before we start, and you don't like this, just in case. You know what I'm saying? If you're listening on iTunes, make sure you hit that five star, and if you don't hit a five star, don't vote at all. Subscribe on the YouTube. I think they got all it. that good stuff. Let's get rolling. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing really good, bud. Yeah. Yep. Had a great weekend. How's it going, bud? I'm good, man. You had a good weekend? Yeah, I did. Good. I did. I really did nothing yesterday. It was good. Had There's nothing na- wrong had with some that. Naps and stuff, and then Saturday was fishing. So people oh. are tuning in. Yeah, you gotta love those days when your your woman wants you to stay home from hunting or fishing because she wants to spend quality time with you, and then she does her own thing, and you end up sleeping on the couch. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. That's what happened well. to me. Yeah, yeah. Really? That wasn't the plan, but that's what happened. I did a bunch of quotes in the morning. Young Garrett, introduce yourself because we'll get deep into this and we'll forget about you. Yeah, no, I'm just Garrett. I work with Ian at the uh, the outdoor store, and recently I've been taking him hunting a couple of times. Yeah, we went a little, did a little hunting. We're going to talk about that tonight. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, uh, I've been a viewer for a while, so it's nice to actually be on the show, and I love what you guys are doing here. Are you nervous? No, it's just, it's great. Like, I love that. You should be very nervous. Yeah. Senior, the senior citizens <laughs> out to come out on the show. Whoa. I know, eh? Oh, okay. Wow. You're in. Day pass. Wow. Day pass from the wow. retirement home. It's wow. It's already starting. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. Don't forget, folks, you can get in and direct the conversation tonight with just by asking questions, comments on the IM board. We got a lot to talk about. But first, the man who pulls this all together, the real star of the show. Hey, <laughs> nice to see you all. What you about can... Sean McCall? <laughs> no, I'm not even here tonight. I'm, just, I'm not even here. I was like, what's he talking about? I, I totally forgot about that part. Sean, how are you? <laughs> I'm wow. kind of hard to miss, I know. Yeah, yeah. Do you no. feel the love right now? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel it big time. I'm doing all right. Good, man. Yep. Glad to, glad to be here. Being I'm glad you're here. And all. I'm glad you're here. Now, why do all the guests get set next to the gorilla every time? Because uh, Mark won't leave me alone. Because of the initiation, that's why. Because I get to judge your soft hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mark's hoping Jack Links falls out of my pocket. That's why he sits beside me. I'll go in and get it if I know it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's that good. So, uh, because we are a trending channel, not only um, 
the la 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 belts and have now become a very popular item fishing for belts but uh let's get back to the bear topic woody is there any bear <laughs> progress yeah no no updates on the bear i really thought last week for sure we'd uh get some somebody yeah. you would think somebody has a breeding pair of grizzly bears for sale i was hoping uh jim shockley was gonna give me a shout yeah? Oh, yeah, I feel like that, man. I've been watching Uncharted this week. I watched Uncharted Yukon. They've been releasing episodes like um, here and there. I kind of feel like Jim Shockey could like capture us a bear with his bare hands. Like I don't feel. If there's he seems like can. a very intimidating man. If there's somebody that could do it on the planet, it is Jim Shockey. Like yeah. I envision uh, Woody standing in the Yukon, and Jim just like dragging one by the scruff of its neck, like a like a, a puppy. And being like, here you go, Woody. Jim Shockey holds more hunting records for big game than anybody else on the planet. Really? Yeah. So let's get let's dive right in here to the controversy. Do you think if Jim Shockey did the same thing he did in because he's had a very successful career, he's done amazing TV show like his TV shows have been like top drawer for twenty years. Like he's always been pressing the limit of like cinematography, uh, content, being open. He's very forward-thinking. Do you think that if Don... He's basically, for our culture of humans, um, he's our David Suzuki. I learned a lot in my younger years watching him on TNN Outdoors about um, conservation, etc. Do you think if he wasn't a hunter and he accomplished like being the first person to uh, hunt in the Pakistani Danny Palace, the only Westerner to ever do that... Do you think he'd be more of a national treasure? Do you think he'd be in the top 20 Canadians all time like Don Cherry is with hockey? Do you think he, he's just outcasted because he, he's a hunter? That's a deep question. I don't think he's probably not uh, like top a, 50? Like a family name. I, how would because you say he like hunts. That? Yeah. but uh, His accomplishments yeah, but are in amazing. His, in his game and anybody that's in his game definitely knows who he is. Yeah, but do you think if he did something else, let's say he never shot an animal, mm-hmm. and he went and looked and filmed all these animals, then would he be a household name like David Suzuki? Or is it because the CBC isn't letting hunting channel shows play because it's uh, FUBAR that um, he isn't a household name? Do you think he deserves more credit than he, he gets? Yeah, I definitely think that he deserves more than he gets, but with hunting because it's such a different animal compared to well national geographic like any of the, the filming of that stuff yeah um but his like his it, that new uncharted or our yukon is next level on the cinematography 100 percent, and i think more people are becoming open to the idea of watching the the hunting stuff than just the the observing of the animals more of the actual hunting side of it i think people are becoming more open to like that. it did like um I don't feel that right now the the man in the hunting world or the outdoor world, even when it comes to fishing, I, like Rennell is the champion. Right now he is. He's top of the, yeah, he's the, the top of the food chain. Yeah. And that's why more people are being now, open to yeah. it. Do you think that uh, Jim has carved a way for there to be Absolutely. room for Rennella? Sure. Absolutely. To go deeper, to go more th- thinking? I would I would find it very hard to believe that Jim Shockey wasn't one of Rennella's like, mentors or, you know, Something yep. that influenced yep. him heavily. I guarantee Ronello would know, 100% know who he was. Oh, absolutely. Definitely respect him for what he does because yep. he's, a, he's a good hunter and an ethical hunter at that. Anybody watch the first episode of uh, the new series of Das Boat? I watched it last night. Uh, they're doing it again. They got a new boat. Steve Ronello's next-door neighbor who he grew up where uh, 
the neighborhood guy in the like where Steve Ranella grew up, mm-hmm. who would like if your dad wasn't home, you would go to this guy and he would fix your fishing line or get you a lure or tie a hook on for you. Uh, he passed away, and now Steve's doing the same thing again, but they're using this guy's boat. Oh yeah, cool. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. That was a good series, little series. It, it was yeah, a yeah. great little series, and it, it, he, uh, I watched the, the first episode last night, and I, it's very like um, uh, this will work into the same thing. Like, there's two different breeds of anglers out there: sport fishermen and uh, guys who are harvesting to eat. We talked about this a little bit before. Yep. Like the, they're you know, meat fishermen. Yeah, but there's not like there almost seems to be like um, a bad rap about that in today's day and age. What harvesting? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like if um, somebody killed a bass, it'd be like taboo, right? See all kinds of posts where somebody in our world it would. In our but world, if you talk to somebody down the street, if your neighbor ate a bass, do you think they no. they wouldn't have any opinion? I've seen all. some pretty yeah. If you talk cool, to anglers, something. If you talk to anglers outside of the tournament world, yeah, it's 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 or not. sport like the hardcore sport fishing catch and release kind of deal. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, well, you, okay, Garrett. Well, so you're okay, not, so you're not a, a tournament angler. Yes, yeah, so and from a guy who who Good is a meat fisherman, it's it's the same thing as, as if you're going out hunting. Like for me, for for me, yeah. Um, you throw back the little ones. You're not gonna harvest something that's this. Like you're not gonna get a dink, and you're not gonna pull it into fried in a pan. Whoa, whoa, whoa! If you caught a five pound largemouth bass, would you grow them? No, that's a different thing. It, yeah. <laughs> We've never had to ask somebody to leave us just standing on board. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. about to find out the answer. When First time on the podcast. The last time we, staring. We, we've never asked somebody to leave before. You <laughs> almost found out why you're sitting beside Sean McCall. <laughs> <laughs> we almost had it out the other day. Drop the hat. Um, yeah, but no, like throwing... It, it, again, it comes back to, for me, for me, like if I was to go out and get a muskie. Yeah. Like just a massive musky like it's one of those musky it's one of those it's like yeah this is a this is a record fish this is a great looking fish but i'm also hungry and this is a lot of meat really you, you would keep a musky oh, have you, you smelled uh, one of those things you ever ate one? Oh, i, I can't believe we're having this conversation <laughs> this is awesome here we this go. is deep did here we ever, go did you ever make musky cheek sliders no I never i've always wanted to try one <laughs> you, you, you you honestly eat legitimate yeah I've, I've eaten a musky before i caught a musky and i ate the musky so like early season musky cold water musky to summer musky well okay so i caught a musky and i ate a musky it wasn't like i go out and catch musky and then eat all the musky i catch it Gotcha. Was, yeah, like it swallowed was, the hook. You went, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a you big hunter. Fishing, you caught a fish and you ate it. Yeah, I'm a big hunter. Um, fishing is when I get invited out to go fishing. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I know everything about it. I, I can get by enough where I don't get a hook in the back of my neck, but uh, well, you're never better fish than with John. John. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I watched that. That that video came up the other day. Uh, you with two hooks in you. That was amazing. I did see that too. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> that was that was four hooks. So when you go fishing, yeah. you're going to eat. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, some of the, like if we're going out for bass, like, I'm not going to eat a bass. But that's um, good. Like I'm going out to fish bass, and that's with somebody who is a big bass fisherman, and he can tell me how to do stuff. Because like a lot yeah. of the times, I'll go out and be like, "Oh, that looks like a great spot." And he's like, "Why would we ever go over there?" And see, where if I was to take somebody fishing. Oh, this and, okay. I know you're headed here. Go and and they wanted to harvest a fish. I'd, I'd have no problem with it. No, me neither. I would guide them. I've done it. I would guide them yeah. though in the right direction of what fish to harvest. 
you know, if they caught a five pounder, I'd be like, hey, listen, maybe that's not the fish we want to we want to take home with us, and this yep. is why. Those are our big breeders, and that's what we need to sustain this uh, fishery. But if they caught like a nice two pounder, I'd be like, hey, that's a perfect fish if you want to take one home. Yeah, yeah, that's an easy fish right? to uh, recoup into the system. Yeah, right. Won't miss it. I think I who I have I had a conversation today with uh, one of my buddies who was upset that they were ke- keeping some smallmouth bass on rice lake. He wasn't really upset, but I I, I explained to him that uh, the MNR is taking into effect that every time somebody goes fishing on that lake, they can kill six bass. Right, right. Like it is. Like we we're gonna talk some conservation here, but which wouldn't be good. No, it wouldn't be <laughs> no. good. But it's being <laughs> accounted into the how many just the same as deer tags or. Uh, anything else into the system that those fish are going to be taken from any body of water it's not always good but it's being it's the same as walleye right they're they're counting how many walleye are in a system and how many you can take and what size ones and for that there's a population of them there so there's nothing wrong with keeping a fish yeah see i i think that the the conservation and the sport limits should change on bass what do you think i really do i i think we should uh we should try to keep them more as a sport fish well, have, right. you, have you ever eaten a bass? Um, no, years, I, years no, and years. I'm ago. trying not to not, go to hell, Garrett. Yeah. It, no, well, that's the thing. It's not. It's not like people. I never go out and be like, oh, I can't wait to eat some bass tonight. <laughs> it's like going to Alabama. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, let's go to Alabama. My yeah, sister's no, got some no, great. That's bass. such a hot idea when you get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> say that again. I heard it too. <laughs> yeah, it's not something that's like, oh, my sister's got some great bass over at her place. We're going to go over there and eat that. <laughs> I'm not going to my sister's eat bass. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <clears throat> have you ever eaten sea a bass, bass, Mark? I might go to your sister's. Like when I was a bass. kid, I have. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. But I'm, not I'm pretty I sure was... uh, we went to the cottage one time when I was about 17. My mom caught a giant smallmouth on uh, Seymour, and it just got mixed into the pickerel flakes. Not well and over... It was a good one. <laughs> probably 30 a real years, good one. We probably have a picture years. of it somewhere. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not. A, it's not the best panfish. I don't know that you can like. So I don't want like you shouldn't be keeping trophy fish. If, like, let's be real here. If you catch a 15 inch crappie in today's day and age, you should let that fish go. Yes, you should. If you caught like a 13 inch bluegill, but that 15 inch crappie, there's no way it's getting let go by those. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, that's that's, that's like a dinner plate right yeah. there. That's a slap. Yeah. yeah. Especially right? for the guys who sit on like causeways and stuff or shore fishermen who are just strictly That's there like for, so that, um, for bucket um, fish. So Go again, love that. Yeah. we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago. How do you educate people for that we can have successful fisheries? Because I, I'm telling you, I have heard a lot of complaining this summer that the fishing is really, really tough. It has like, been. <laughs> like real tough. So how do you uh what's step one to uh spreading the word how did they spread the word garrett so garrett explain your background with going to sir sanford fleming so that you have some credibility here cool so i appreciate being put on the spot for this um so i went to sir sanford fleming for uh fish and wildlife actually and uh my whole reasoning was go there i wanted to become a conservation officer and there was there's a lot of hope in that until I got there and realized, well, there's also 300 other kids just in my program this year going for that. Yep. So I ended up venturing out halfway through finishing my actual schooling um, and going, and that's how I ended up in the guns. But you have some background knowledge. I have some you. background into how the whole like, system hat- works, how our hatcheries work, how more fish get introduced, and why they introduce them into certain areas. Um, and it, it actually isn't all that all that hard to figure out you don't need to go to actual college to figure this stuff out it's all readily available online 
and it makes a big difference in where you're going to be fishing and why you're fishing there. If you just go and look up what is in that water and why it's in the water and how it got there, it'll make a big difference. Not so much with like bass and stuff like that. Um, a lot of the stuff like the big stock areas aren't just for the bass fishermen like it's a lot of like the brookies the bows all that kind Splake. of stuff yeah the, i yep, don't think Splake. they've stocked any bass anywhere since no, 1987 we, yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. A, that's a completely different animal for it but yeah. um for a lot of the trouts and the salmons and stuff like that it just just looking into where you're fishing is 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 a good way to start with helping preservation and conservation of the sport and uh the actual resource because it isn't just a sport. Like, I know that's big for you guys, but it, it is an actual resource for a lot of people as well. I, um, I got a comment here. John, Jeremy Conkright, I'm a sport fisherman and catch and release, but I have nothing against guys wanting to keep select harvest as key for bass. That's true. And here's another thing. I'd much rather if somebody uh, uh, nuked a five-pounder and got the hooks deep in it, that they just kept it and ate it, then tried to release it and it went to waste. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, then you got, a, you got a floater in the water. That, yeah, yeah. That just, Don't like. Yeah, that's happened to me before. I've 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 hooked a smallie in the tongue real bad, and uh, I put it in the wild just to make sure. I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if this is gonna make her or not. And you know, a couple hours later, it was belly up. There was nothing I could yeah, do. Yeah, you got for it, like right? you, you should do it. And if you yeah. if you're not prepared to eat it, then you should call. Uh, it got eaten. Yeah, you should call yeah, somebody yeah, or, or drop it, it off and I take it to somebody. There's all kinds of old boys who absolutely love them. So. I don't want to see anybody waste a fish being overly conservationist, 100%. right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and going into that, knowing that whatever I'm catching today, if it's not going to make it after that hook comes out, then being able to... I can't believe you ate a musky. What did it taste like? Musky. How'd you cook it? It tastes like musky. How'd you cook it? <laughs> it, was, it was a lot greasier than I was expecting. It was almost like uh, like bassa, like super, super greasy fish. The bass really? didn't like to stick to it too well. <laughs> So the first round we did, it was, yeah, it was just a messy, gooey ball, but like and oh. cooked it and ate it. And uh, the second one, like we dried out a little bit. You tried it out? Not not in the terms of like dehydrating or smoking, but we paper toweled it and we got a, tried a different batter. We got a was, question. It wasn't horrible. Today. It wasn't horrible. <laughs> it sounds horrible. Fishing for Pike on Instagram asked today, shake favorite, fish, uh, favorite fish recipes other than sushi? You guys got any? Sorry, what? Fishing for pike. Yep. Favorite recipe for fish other than sushi? Because everybody who knows us knows that we really enjoy the sushi. Yeah, we do. Like a lot. And they're back on for all you can eat, eh? Really? Oh, so we can probably. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has been a real hey. long time. Hey. Do you no. eat sushi? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Woody doesn't. Woody, why don't you eat sushi? I don't like fish. Okay, but there's other yeah, there's stuff other than just stuff. fish, yeah. my dude. Well, I eat the vegetable stuff for sure. What about the beef? What about uh, the pork? What about dude, the chicken? Dude, I've beef, never had any of that. Beef sushi really? is not real sushi. No, that's, what is that? What is that I'll stuff that it. you make us eat, Sean? The raw beef? Yeah, sashimi. The, the sashimi beef. Oh my god, to die for Woody. Yeah, well, I've never had it. It's awesome. Yeah, raw a little beef. vinegar is it on like, it, like tartare, or is it just like chopped up, like minced beef? No, it's no, it's, it's like a tartare. It's, it's sliced yeah, yeah. real thin. Oh, so yeah, raw, yeah, it's raw beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And what's the other one? Anaki rolls? Anaki rolls? Yeah, but that's Ooh, cooked the, beef uh, with the mushrooms. With the mushroom, little oh. beef mushrooms? Oh, yeah. my God. I'm that's a little hungry. Delicious. Wow. Andy Cox go. is sending is us those... Like uh, soft for your... Is sending us <laughs> yeah, those pogos? For my gums. <laughs> yeah. Andy Cox is sending us those pogos for the next podcast. They're in uh, short demand in Chicago right now. He's going to send them to us in the mail. <laughs> the, J- the, J- the Jimmy Dean ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. He, he, okay, he said so. he would hook us up. So okay, so I want you. to I'm think not going to ask. He's yeah. going to get it here. He says he's going to freeze 
like freeze it and send it. Like it'll be froze when they get here. Can somebody send us sushi <laughs> for the next show? Wouldn't that be delicious? I'll bring sushi next time. Will you? Yeah. Will You'll you come. You can come back if you bring sushi. I'm already allowed to come back. Yeah, if you're bringing we'll food. See. We'll see what Even kind of message the we get about the musk eating. You got something there, Sean? <laughs> yeah, Sean Heitzman on uh, YouTube. There, he says uh, the baby's coming in December, boys. You guys want to split the Godfather honors? Yeah. Big shout out to the whole crew from Peterborough. Nice. Yeah, nice. That'd be pretty cool. Uh huh. You guys, I'd, I don't want to have children. Well, the three of us, like it'd be like three men and a little lady. Yeah, but I'm gonna be Tom Selleck. <laughs> yeah, you could fit that role. Who's the I'd other? I'd be the dad that's never there. No, who are you? You would be uh, what's his name uh, from Cheers? Woody. No, uh, the main character. He was in that movie, Three Men and a Little Lady. Ted Woody. Ted do Danson. you know Ted Danson? Yeah. That makes you that guy that we can't remember his name, but he was kind of popular in the eighties. The, 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 the guy who was always there, guy. but nobody really noticed. Yeah, yeah. George Michael. <laughs> this, this, no. <laughs> What is his name? Can you I, Google that? Yeah, I can look it up. Look who it up. He was really famous, and he was in a pile. He was in Police Academy. Really famous in the 80s, and then kind of drifted off. What are you giggling about? <laughs> I just I just read a great comment on YouTube. Oh, Where, no. what? From, from Zwins. Zwins. Oh, I know this. Yeah, yeah. Bass tastes like guilt. <laughs> <laughs> Bread and guilt. <laughs> Bread and guilt. That's awesome. Oh, oh my no. gosh. That's hilarious. Shout out to Adam Hillen who's watching. I can't wait to see you in a, a month and a half, buddy. Yeah, bud. He's a, he's, a, he's a big buck killer. He's the reason why we had some venison in the freezer this year. Shout out to Adam. Adam, I can't right. think of that uh, Gloomberg, Gloomberg, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You have Gloomberg. You, ha- you have the power of the world in front of you right now. Like you can this. Oh, this well, is I super Googleable thing. Steven Gutenberg. Nah. Yeah. 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 Jared, we got somebody there. Steven nice. Gutenberg. He was in like Police Academy and shit. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was a great movie. Which Police Academy? Wasn't there like eight of them? Yeah. What? What? Hey, no here's a trivia movie. question for everybody out there. What bar did they go to? In Police Academy. I Blue Oyster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw that movie 10,000 That's a great movie. Yeah. I got a pretty good comment here from the Tired Redneck. He says, okay, tell me how many bass you eat after you cut one open and it's full of giant wiggly worms. You, yeah. You, that, you, you've seen that a lot. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. cut them open and they're full of sankos or craws or... Or like things. real worms, yeah, right. Like they get wormy in the summer. Right. Are you talking about in their stomach? What's in their stomach, or yeah. what's in the, through the meat? Well, probably what's in their stomach. Well, it's probably Why just open. Yeah, but opening up a bass to see a bunch of rubbers sitting in there. Would you want to eat a that? bunch of rubbers? <laughs> that came out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've, actually, I've been I, fishing some really shitty lakes. Let me tell you. <laughs> I actually caught uh, caught a bass this year, and as it was coming up, it horked up a big uh, big white sanko. No way. I've yeah. had them hork of uh, plastics too. Yeah. You see yeah. pictures of them. Um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but on uh, Facebook where they're like the the craw is coming out of like their anal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yep. Out like, way anal. too far. Is that what it's called in a fish? Out their anal, I guess. Yeah, the, the technical <laughs> term for a fish's butt is called their anal. Okay. Yeah. Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I'm an R guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Wow. Uh, what do you want to go on to? Do you want to talk about the good dove hunt? Sure. So, we made last Saturday, there's a YouTube video up. We'll probably watch that during the break. Uh, Gavin, full draw outdoors. Yep. Our buddy, we gotta, I gotta have him. We gotta have him in here for one of these shows. He's he's a long time watcher. Never Absolutely. calls in though. He's he's a dude. 
he invited us with no like planning at all to go dove hunting. Yeah, last it was minute. Cool last yeah. minute, like, hey, you want to come dove hunting? Sean, I told Sean. He says no. <laughs> well, no, what, what did he actually say? He said, he said, he said, you know, they, they mate for they're life. They're made for life. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, if if I was his girlfriend and you shot him, I'd, I'd come and peck your eyes out. <laughs> I would stop until I pecked your eyes. <laughs> yeah, That's so, what I thought. <laughs> so I was just trying and to make I you said, feel well, bad. They, they tasted real good bacon wrap. I mean, <laughs> they did. <laughs> so we went out. We got a few. And this was your, that was your first. There was my gun yeah, hunt. Right? It was my first gun hunt ever. Yeah, yeah. So we got a few. Yeah. Mark found some on the roast. Yeah, I did. We we got a Flushed we got a couple. We ate them. They yeah, were you're, deli- you're they were delicious. Great at flushing them out for us. I'm a flusher. <laughs> yeah. Casey yeah. went. Casey had a good time. Yeah, she did. She was she wasn't great at finding the birds, but she did find one for <laughs> she us. Did find one. Yeah, she, she did, did find yeah. one. She did. Didn't yeah. grab it or bring it over. No, she yeah, just pointed at it. Yeah. Put her nose laid in. there. Yeah. She uh, the one you shot off the sand pile. She uh, attacked. It was a gravel pile. When you uh, yeah. yeah when you yeah, uh, right. when you got away she attacked it. It was a good day though. I got it my was, steps in. Fun. I got like 22,000 uh, 13,000, I think it was. This is a good walking day. Yeah. Did and you I, enjoy uh, yourself, Mark? Yeah, I learned how to clean one up. And yeah. Yeah, prepare it and get it ready for the barbecue. So that It was, was really amazing. Cool. It was a good learning experience. We were 48 shy of our limit. It was fun. And, and, and walking yeah. through, it was like, rabbits. No, 48. I thought we, it wasn't like <laughs> 58. 50, yeah, 57. 57 shy yeah. of the limit. Yeah. Did, so right. Would you do it again? Absolutely, one hundred. They were delicious. Were, yeah. you, were you surprised how easy it is to actually clean them? Like you don't need, you don't need scissors. You don't need knives. It's just. I think it would be a little easier with scissors. I think I'll use scissors next time. Yeah. Just for those, you know, those two ends. Yeah. Do you notice what how did, Ian didn't get his hands dirty when no. he did it too? He never got his hands dirty. Never got his hands dirty doing anything. Slept one time. He, yeah, he might have spilled <laughs> coffee on a finger one. Time. <laughs> All right, Ian, we're gonna clean the doves. Oh right. yeah, no, I'll I'll just I'll film the. No, not enough for you to clean. No, 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 it's okay. I'll just use the camera. So there. They were really good. The only hard part was when all the um, wives were on the telephone wire there. Gavin's watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and he ate his toothpick, too. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Exactly. He he his toothpick. toothpick. Yeah. That's, that's how rough around the edges Gavin is. He <laughs> ate his toothpick. <laughs> Real man's man, everybody. Yeah. Oh, anybody's got questions, comments, make sure you throw them out there on Facebook and the YouTube, and we'll get to them. Yes, we will. Mark, you've been on a roll fishing. No, I haven't. I've, okay, you had yeah, one good day. Let's hear about bad, it. Bad, bad summer so far. You think like, so? I've let you beat me like twice now. Three yeah, times I am now. the champ. Twice. You're just that good. You let other people beat you. Well, he just has, and he shouldn't. So. I've hardly fished at all, but I fished <laughs> <laughs> twice. You're such a dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why we don't want him to have it. I won twice out of two, three events. Oh. Yes, yeah. Oh, you don't? Th- I didn't know that at all. No, yeah. You know, did- yeah, it wasn't yeah, apparent. Yeah, it's kind of a touchy spot around here. Yeah, <laughs> it's bullshit. These guys been pre-fishing seven days a week. I show up after oh, yeah. three weeks not does, being. Does anywhere. that really sit down here all the time? I feel like that you put that on before you go to bed. Well, I did yeah, the absolutely. first. Yeah. I did the first time, but now I'm just so used to having it. That <laughs> There's a grocery shopping in it. Uh, yeah. I haven't been grocery shopping. Yeah, so what do you guys think? So tell us about your thing, because then we'll, let's uh, we're we'll talking about grocery shopping. We'll, we'll do a little. Well, I finally had a good day on the water on. Uh, on Saturday, would, on would you weigh? I've never been in. Uh, fourteen ninety two. Nice. That was enough. So that's been. I haven't heard of any. You want to hear something anywhere. really, really interesting? What? It was even though Sean's been at Hogtown for four years. <laughs> yeah. It was his first Hogtown tournament. Really? And he's yeah. I never, I never fished a tournament with Hogtown. I, I like going to all the meetings and stuff, but I could never get away. Like I, I was tied up with work for a couple of years, and then 
you know, fishing with you, and every time yeah, I yeah. wanted to or go helping out, Andy, pre fishing, or, yeah, or helping yeah. run tournaments. So I just, I just hit, didn't have the extra time. So finally, I had some extra time, and I, I had this. They had this lake come up, Catchwanuka. They changed it from Balsam because Andy was on the lake this yeah. weekend, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to squeeze in and, and, and fish that body of water. So, so I did. So it was my very first event, and it was uh, cool. And he'll always remember it. His first. As the one I won. <laughs> You're such a dick. Dude. Yeah. You got, that's, that's why right. they sit that's on that right. side of the table. Because yeah. <laughs> you put all the dicks on the same side of the table. Yeah. But it's, it's fear. It's the fear of the fear fishing. That's why they're over there. Yeah. Hey, man. Do you know why we named it fear fishing? No, I actually don't. Really? I'll tell this story. You can, is that right if I cut in there and tell this? Oh, I guess time. you might as well tell it again. It's... Yeah, 8,000 times. So Marley yeah. and I wanted to film outdoor uh, fishing TV. Uh, I got, we should sit down one night. I found a whole bunch of DVDs. Like we, so the original camera we have was, uh, DVDs. CDs. You put a CD in a camera. You guys remember how old yeah, that yeah. was? And it burnt it. And then you could like upload it to your computer. So we needed a name and we called it Horniak and West Outdoors, which is the worst name ever. I got those DVDs too. So we got really, really drunk one night because my friend, you ever had one of those here? You ever have one of those friends and never pays for anything? Yeah. Like they come fishing all the time, but they never put gas in the boat, and they never buy beer. And there's been never, a few of those over the years, and they sure. never have anything, right? Like they never have yep. fishing line, they never have baits. So this guy leaves a a big bottle of whiskey here, right? And we had one drink out of it one night, and he took it home, but then he brought it back and left it. So Marley and I are like, we're drinking the whole thing. Like that's the only way we'll ever recoup anything. So we get a piece of paper out, we write a whole bunch of words down. When I woke, and we and we got like so. We were probably like 24, 25-ish. But you, like, you know when you get whiskey drunk and nobody understands you, but the two of you are like so connected. We and, got a couple of drunks through COVID, you and I. Yeah, 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 yeah. But where do you think the belt came from? Yeah. But you know when you're like idea, when you're like deep and no like it makes no sense to anybody sober, but the two of you are just talking, right? You know that? Woke up in the morning and there was like a thousand words on two pieces of paper and it said fear and fishing. And that was good enough for me. Wow, I feel like that whole story could have been condensed a lot. Remember those cameras? I should have made something up. I should have made something up. I do have the DVDs. I'd like to watch them sometime. I don't even have a DVD player anymore. No. I'd like to find one and watch it. I don't know if we do or not. You say that like it's going to be hard to find a DVD player. I think it they, might. They still sell those. It's not like a VHS tape. You, yeah, you can they're play, hard to find. We found DVD one. On Did you? Wanted, yeah, Joan wanted one the other day. Did yeah. you get like a yeah. new one or a used one? Uh, Dave Richard had one. No way. Yeah, he dropped it off. Shout out and to Dave. Yeah, uh, got the watch. Hey, you can play DVDs on Blu-ray. Yeah. What? What's play. a Blu-ray? <laughs> <laughs> I got a funny story about a Blu-ray, but I won't tell it tonight, Craig. <laughs> really not appropriate for this audience. <laughs> I don't know. How can it? Bl- no. No, you don't even want to know. It's real bad. Shout out to Craig. Yeah, we got some people that want to talk about the salmon fishing in Port Hope. Oh, was a okay. lack of? Yeah. We uh we went out. Okay, so do you want to talk about that? Sure. Okay, so um um ooh, good bag of fish there. Uh Kyle. Oh, that, that okay. was from Balsam on the week. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I totally blanked out there for a second. Uh Mercer and I went out uh two different boats. I took young Matt Wright from Coburg. He found my boat seats and I owed him a fishing trip, so we went out. Couldn't get any to bite, but I get to get this amazing footage. I'm queuing you up, Woody. Of the live scope perspective mode, before we get into salmon season, you got to see this. This is really, really super cool. No? No. 
Close? Well, I got to get on the internet. Oh, come on. Okay. Uh, so anyway, perspective mode is your live scope. Your live scope is like up and down. Perspective node flips your transducer, and now you can see like almost like a, a 360, but it's really a 180, and you can move back and forth. I thought it was cool smallmouth fishing in this uh, earlier in the year, but these Chinooks, I wish I would have got more film. It was really rough out there, and it was hard to hold the camera and like film, but I, and when Woody gets a second here, he's going to play it for us. Well, Mercer got one that night that didn't want to bite. And then on the last show, we talked about grizzly bears and them shutting down the um, the Ganaraska. Yep. That, we here we go. See those dots? Look at them swimming right in front of the boat. Isn't that amazing? Just about to make their way up the Ganaraska River. See them moving? Isn't oh, that yeah. cool? Yeah, it's very That's cool. That's a lot of them. Yeah, it was nuts. And that wasn't even a couple of big schools we saw. So in the last podcast, we did it Monday night, and then Tuesday they did the vote, and they decided to shut the river down again. All the municipal property. Land access. Yeah. Land yeah. access. Yeah. Not shut so, the river yeah, down. Not shut the river down. So they can't shut right. the river down because they don't own the river. And they left the boat launch open. They left the boat launch open. So Mercer and I actually went out when the boat launch, I believe it was the next night after the podcast, we launched our boats and the boat launch was open. Uh, some smart men launched their boats and just stayed right in the harbor where we went float fishing last year, and they were catching fish. Yep. They weren't uh, grabbing baits, hard baits. We stayed till dark because we can't film at night. But um, on the weekend, I went, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what day, I went walking and I saw the guys down there with their canoe fishing the what is like the byway pool. Mm-hmm. And I made an Instagram post about, um, hey, there's guys in there with a canoe. Uh, and I was willing to bet that the police would be along shortly. Now, I thought, I never even thought about how they got in there. I never thought about um, the laws, or, or I just assumed the municipality owned the shoreline. After the video came out, the municipality doesn't own the shoreline. No, they they own the high water mark. So these very creative, smart young men launched their canoe at the boat launch that is perfectly open and paddled her upstream. As far as they could. As far as they could. So I think the big problem the municipality had too there was that... They didn't think. Yeah, so they didn't think, (laughs) but they were like, well, how else did you get here unless you launched from our land? And they're like, no, 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 we paddled in. Like, we paddled up the Ganny and came in here. Yeah. So when they sent the actual... When the sergeant arrived, he's like, no, there's no bylaw stating that they can't come up this way and they're not even on our land so it doesn't even matter we can't as long as they didn't enter from our land there's nothing they could have done that's right and it was it was a really cool way of thinking around it like you're you're doing nothing illegal and you're still enjoying and having a good time so in my head when i was walking across the bridge and i saw them fishing i was like i wonder how they got i never even thought about the launch i thought they come downstream rode the rapids (laughs) <laughs> straight on down the fish ladder that shows how uncreative i like I, it's not very far paddle from the boat launch and i would have launched that way up silver glen and oh, jumped wow. the dam <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah but no they they uh they walked part of the way up there too right? they did like, yeah yeah, like, yeah they, they only got yeah. up so far and then they, they had their waders on but there's still a lot of dry land up there that's considered river belt river bottom it's the right. high water l- right. mark. That's that right. that's dry that that yeah. they could stand on, right? Just because it's not covered by water now that's doesn't right. mean, mean that it's it not. Won't be exactly. That's right, yeah. and that's that's what one of the police in that video was saying. Oh, you're on you're on dry ground. You're on our property, and the guy's like, No, no. you don't understand. You need to look at the at the the, the rules for uh, what designates a river. Well, which, this which, brings up a lot because this like this has been a common issue for a lot of years now. Like 
uh, people. I was wrong when I saw them. I I I, I assumed that, that they were doing something I, wrong. No, I, I I thought that it was a like a clever plan, but I I assumed that. Uh, I I, I never looked at it. I, I I thought that they would get kicked out of there and they were yeah. going to get ticketed. But you know, it's good that people are standing up. And you know, they said that as soon as they heard the river was closing, that they called the M and R and. The MNR basically told them, no, you can go do that. Hey, you know, these are two guys that, you know, they, they enjoy Port Hope. They come down once a year. You know, it only happens for a, a short amount of time. And from watching in the fi- the video, yeah. they're not like hardcore sport fishermen. No, no. They it's were guys looking. guys that like to fish. I, it's, guys who, it's guys who like to fish, but they know the rules and they know the yeah. regs. And they uh, I'd watched some of their videos before, and they have a, a cabin somewhere, and they, uh, they do a lot of cook and kill video. again they're meat eaters like they're they're yeah they're meat, they're, anglers. They're, they're they're making, meat anglers they're not looking to catch the five biggest yeah. bass they're looking to eat some food and have a good time in the outdoors yeah. they, it's the opposite of kind of that sport fishing they uh from what i saw and they they weren't using like high-end float rods they were using rods to harvest chinooks yep but yeah. but they go out of their way to make sure that they know the rules and regulations 100 percent. i did also notice when we were watching the video tonight that uh a couple times they were like, hey, hold on a second. We need to go put this fish on ice. Yeah. They yeah. weren't looking to waste any food. They were talking to the cops and said, okay, look, we got to deal with this fish, before, and then we'll talk to you. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll come yeah. back. They went and dealt with their fish, and when they come back, the cop was gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was a cop that was being a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? One, well, it's, a, it's a lack of education, so I don't yes he was being he was being a dick and he, he his attitude ended up sucking i think yeah but, for uh, sure it's a lack of education on their part you know the area you're patrolling you think you should know a little bit more about what goes on in it and so well, i don't think anybody it. thought about yeah. this or they would have shut the boat line because do, do you think they're so gonna now sh- so now gonna shut the boat ramp now i don't know i would okay so if this is like so that video has been up the cops walked away so they've set precedent the cops of uh, uh, the town of Port Hopes realized by setting precedents that now you can't write a ticket somebody now. No, nope. it's out no. there, right? You, there you, you can't. can't. Yeah. If you, uh, we could take that duck boat, we could make it to there and then walk the river, and they couldn't stop us. No, you could go up in an inner tube and they couldn't stop. Right, yeah. like realistically, you, uh, yeah, if you could walk down the boat ramp. But I'll, I'm not I'll telling you something right now. Tube. This weekend, if that river is flooded with boats and guys are up there fishing, they He'll will close that boat ramp. They will close. They'll the boat. shut her down. They'll sure shut they down. will. Sure they will. Right. Then you got to run the rapids and go over the dam, and then just <laughs> then it gets real interesting. <laughs> Bring your GoPro. Yeah, for sure. I'd, I've been willing <laughs> to watch that. Well, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it was. It's great that they. It's very it innovative. Out. Very you know, smart. No, I, I I don't think it's anything too crazy. It's two guys who who know their stuff and know know what they're doing, enjoy what they're doing. So they're just gonna go and do it. They didn't do anything illegal and they had a great time. And that's a big thing that we all like. Uh, the video's got a ton of hits, mm-hmm. and it's um, you know a lot of anglers and hunters will be educated to their rights now. Let's going out for for and obviously you guys will know more about fishing rigs than I do. I can get by in the ice hut with some perch, but um when it comes to hunting it's it's a really important thing because you're not only now just going out to get meat you're going out with a weapon you got a gun yeah so knowing your regs and what you're doing in the area you're doing it is a very important there's thing. lots of spots too where there's like um um la, 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 like crown land that's uh landlocked yep. but there's road allowances yes that you can get into that yep. land but the road allowances are kind of hidden so that nobody yep. ever goes in there that's right, right. 
but it's your right to go in there. This is not like a huge Ontario thing that I've seen in the past, but this is a huge like Western. You see a lot of stuff on like TV shows and pri- and public land hunts. So pub- and- well, yeah, public land in the states is completely different than crown land here. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. But it, but we never see anything that like says crown land is our land or. No, because I think a lot of people who aren't involved in outdoor stuff doesn't know a lot about crown. I don't know. A there's about a, there's a lot of people I've talked to and even coming in to work who will talk to us about hunting and shooting. They'll be like, so I don't have anywhere to shoot this gun. Can I just go to crown land? And it's like, no, you can't just discharge fire up and target <laughs> shoot on crown land. You go and hunt there, no problem. And they're like, well, how do I find crown land to hunt? And people don't realize you can Google crown land atlas and it'll pull up all of the crown land. Mind you, it's not the most up-to-date thing. There's that, what's that, iHunt? iHunt I I Ontario yeah. is, a, is an app that tells you different uh, yeah. crown land. Um, yeah, you places. can Google the crown land atlas, and it'll show you all the crown land for, there's one just for Ontario, and then there's one for Canada. Um, and it's just, it's again, knowing your resources and knowing your regulations where you can and can't. And it's not hard to do, but you have to do the research. Well, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that you can't. Just go out and shoot targets on Crown Land. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a pretty big no no because oh. it's there for the public to use and the public use responsibly. Because I've been out coyote hunting, so I'll know farmers who want coyotes dispatched up in you know north of Seven, and a lot of the times the yotes are out in the Crown Land area. So yeah. we'll go out, we'll we'll do the farm and whatever comes on there, we'll dispatch. Um, but stuff on the crown land, we'll go and try and dispatch that too. Cause that's where mainly it's coming from. Um, but I'll be out there and people will be walking their dogs. Dogs aren't on leashes. They'll be running out. And if you've ever seen a, like a coyote from a distance, it looks an awful lot like a German shepherd. So yeah. you have to be really careful <coughs> knowing <laughs> shoot somebody's dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. It's, it's a big oop. So old yeller. And you're on the hook for that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, as a hunter, it's your job to identify, what that animal is before you pull the so trigger. So what, what can you use crown line, crown line for? Let's say, uh, can you hunt on crown line? You can hunt on crown land. Any crown land. Within, yeah. So always look into the crown land you're hunting. Again, it's all on that website. Can you camp? You can camp. You need certain permits for certain areas of crown land to camp on. Can you film on crown land? Yeah, 100% you can film on crown land. Um, can you fish on crown land? Yep. Huh. That's interesting. I know, like, that is, I, I never thought about this, and you think, like, Crown land is crown land, but uh, I know I didn't really ask these questions. You can just before. go set up a. Can a you drive a like? Can you drive? A, no. Can you drive a truck no. on crown land? No, no. So there is access. ATV. So yep. no, it's for a reason. So you can't just go ATVing on a lot of crown land. Some of it you are allowed to. Some of it you aren't. Again, it's it's looking into it. Um, you can drive your truck on the, onto crown land in certain areas. It'll be designated or marked for the most point. Um, up north is a big bit of a different animal there's there's less people up there to help um manage that sort of thing like any crown land around here there's usually parking areas and it'll be actual signs but, but in the winter time too like there there's a lot of these backwoods lakes we go to that we take some snowmobiles trails to yeah that uh you're not supposed to be on an atv with yeah you're Unless only you allowed I, I, you're only allowed to be right as as long as you're going ice fishing yeah. you have ice fishing yeah. gear. You don't need a permit so, uh, to ride a snowmobile on on the trail. Yes. Yeah. If you have a you have snowmobile. Right away, yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You have a right away. It's really your... interesting. So you can just go camping on like we could go and do like a a 2-day partridge hunt and camp and Yeah. That's what the, and that's what the land is there for. And there's actually a we bunch We should do that. 
hundred percent. It's that'd it's, be fun. It's great hunting. It's a great, especially going. You go up a couple like three hours north isn't a crazy drive. No, we've been to we Texas. Do that exactly. It's yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a crazy drive. You go three hours up north, and it's a different beast than anything. It depends on there. what Sean ate on the way up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, it's yeah. a beast star. Gas station sandwiches. Gas station sushi. <laughs> no. <laughs> listen, listen. I would. Yeah, I've yeah, been in a I'm truck sure with him he when he ate a hoagie that was expired, and he didn't tell us it was expired till From after the he ate it. Quickie Mart. It wasn't that far gone. <laughs> you were. It wasn't that far gone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was hungry. Well, why don't we? Uh, do you want to have a break? And sure. We'll come back and we'll talk more about the salmon thing. There's a lot to get to dive into here with this salmon thing because I, I want to talk to you guys about uh, the future of like are they are they going to try this? Like the town of Port Hope still doesn't like anglers. I feel like they've used this for a uh, a bit of one hundred percent. One hundred townships and stuff don't like hunters. Not anglers. like this town. Yeah, not like this town. Port Hope's a different beast. It is a different beast. I'm wondering when uh, everybody let me know in the comments. Do you think the town of Port Hope next year tries this again? That because they're going to claim this went so smoothly. We didn't have any problems in town. We like didn't have a mess. Saved. Like all the money we saved. Yeah. Right. There's not very many locals who use the river. Look at all the money we saved. Well, they don't have to pay to clean up. They've been paying huge. Clean station. How how much do you think they spent in that, like, 20 or 40 kilometers in rope? Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's true, too. You know, lots to talk about when we get back. Put your questions and comments. Jeremy, you're right. If you vote for me for mayor in the next (laughs) municipal election, I will change all this. I will bring more anglers to town, better, more ethical ones to police the river. And bears. Yes. Big ones. 13 footers. (laughs) M and R bear officers. I'd let them go in a second, eh? That'd be so scary. Why? Black bears aren't scary. Nah, Grizzlies and Kodiaks are scary. So okay, I, I'd follow all back. the rules all the time. If I knew there was a chance that someone would sick a black bear or sorry, a grizzly bear on me, I would never break a law. Yeah, right. we want, we want okay. grizzlies. When we get back, we're talking yeah. grizzly bears, Ganaraska, Kodiaks, other really bad ideas in the world of fear fishing. What are you ready? I got you clued up enough. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> isn't a financial advisor at Northstone Wealth, providing insurance solutions to protect you and your family. Investment solutions for all your needs, like your kids' education and your retirement. Get good advice from a good guy and also a fellow angler and trusted member of the Fear Fishing family. Hi, I'm Mike Carnegie. If you want a little direction, give me a shout. 905-925-0663. See you on the water. Jacklings people find me. Look at this. Look at all the jacklings. Just arrived on the water, loaded up for the rest of summer. 
cases and cases of Jack Wang's beef jerky. I think we're ready for a little fall fishing. Nothing better than jerky and fishing. Today, my friends, is the 5th of September. Welcome back to the show. What a great day that was. It was a beauty of a yeah, day. I like getting blast. out. It's too bad Mich Call didn't come with and, and break up some relationships. <laughs> <laughs> the love dove. I can't wait to go again. So, Me too. Dove hunt, uh, home sun sport. Sunday. Sunday. Geese season ends early geese, and then there's a week before ducks, so we'll have to get back out. Couple mm -hmm. evenings of playing uh, divorce judge, Judge Judy. Yeah, the home wrecker hunt. What was that show? The home wrecker hunt. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, one of you got to mute your uh, phone. Yeah. That's me. Sorry. <laughs> Way to go. Just loves watching himself. I can't believe I've done 114 of these and I mess everyone up. Uh, like, share, hit that thumb button. Give me a sub, 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 subscription. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe. Uh, Mark, yes. where were we? We were talking about Port Hope. I really want to run for mayor. I've thought deep into this over the last two weeks. You sound like Kanye West going to run for president. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but he's way cooler. I should. Do, I would. Do, I would like to design uh, clothing. I, I hope Under Armour one day asked me to be the designer. Dream job. Other than the TV show gig. And Grizzly Bear Wrangler. What is Breeder. Breeder? Breeder? Yeah. I, I would pay to watch you wrangle. wrangle. <laughs> so I, I think I could do I it. I would grab a big old bag of chips. I don't think we a... should be discouraged. I think we should encourage him to do this. Was it not? I can do anything I put my Follow mind Follow your dream. All right. I will tell you this right now. We really need those bears now. 100%. I would get in there. 
What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Rip your face off with one spray. Really? No, it's fine. No. And you're nuts. You, they would back and cower from me. Oh, listen. I would put a, <laughs> I would put a, 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 a Garmin sport tracker on one of those things. I would listen, pay to watch beep. you try to put one of those on a grizzly. We're going to tranquilize that bugger first. You, th- oh. you really think that would stop a Okay, grizzly? listen, listen. You know how Crocodile Dundee in that movie gets out of the Jeep and he gives like the... And the the Cape Buffalo falls over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? The most dangerous animal in the world. What do you think happens when you do this to a grizzly? Nothing. That's- Confidence. <laughs> you lose it. Yeah. <laughs> that Confidence. gets eaten. He comes over here, I just smack him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Good That's- luck with that. I think we so could I'll set just this be like, up. back a, your a bit shit of money, up. A bit of money, we could definitely get Ian in with a grizzly bear. Dude, dress like that. He, There'll they, be they somebody. If we keep talking blanket. about it enough on this show, somebody will be like, oh, shit, I just tuned in. I, I have three in my backyard. Hey, I used to be afraid of sharks because I scuba dive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I learned all I got to do is poke it in the eye and it goes away. Yeah. yeah. That's it, eh? Yeah. As easy as that? Yeah. Right on. So we need somebody to hook <laughs> us up with some grizzly bears and sharks. So, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back this bus up. So uh, a great white shark, like, and I'm thinking like... um. Wow, what's that movie where they're in like the Jaws. No. No. Are you no. sure it's not Jaws? Way too realistic of a movie. Uh what's the movie like the Deep Blue Shark or something when Deep shit Blue when when uh, Ice Cube is talking about making the perfect omelet? Yes, that no, sounds is like that, a super realistic good movie. Is it Ice, Ice Cube? Cube Ice sharks. Cube who's the chef and he's like you got to use 3 eggs. I right and, and no, what it's happened? LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Yeah, they're on a the whole like a uh, research rig. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. That so Woody, a, a, a great white shark. You're in your scuba tank, looking like a seal. Deep blue sea, I think it was. Yeah, it's called deep blue sea. Yeah, you're poking along. Great white turns, 38 footer. Yeah, size of a bus. He comes at you like at ferocious speed, and you're just going to be like, Ting. you're getting your finger poker out. Yeah, man. Like here's me. What do you, I, then, I feel like you'd be in its <laughs> mouth by the time you're just like... <laughs> I would reach out. Uh, <laughs> instantly released, you're totally fine. Not me. I'd be like Jesus. I'd be walking <laughs> on water. I'd be gone. See, that sounds more realistic than just I'm not that afraid. I, I, I don't feel like I'm that afraid of sharks. It tickle their belly. Yeah, that's because really? we live in Canada. <laughs> yeah, inner, it, we have it, sharks. We, we have great whites. We live in inner Canada. Inner Canada. <laughs> <laughs> where, tell me how close, the, where the closest ocean is where you can... Didn't they just like uh, have a whale or something in the Montreal? Okay, so it could happen. Can can any shark live in fresh water? Yep. Yeah. Bull, bull sharks. Bull sharks. Are they yeah. dangerous? Yes. It's okay, so you... you <laughs> they're not all dangerous. What no, you, they're, they're not. What you can you just did, poke them in the eye. Uh, did you learn this on Shark Week? I learned it during scuba diving. With sharks, that was the, an that instructor was told you to do this. This was in the manual, Woody. Yeah, in the manual, just poke it in the eye. I really hope you were learning how to scuba dive I in like the like, Great Lakes, and they're like, I, by the way, if you ever come across a shark by chance, poke it in the eye. Throw some of those videos of uh, the great whites attacking like the dragging seal behind the boat, like oh, in like Africa, the, the buoy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like a great white shark's mouth is too far for you to poke him in the eye. I don't know why. I just, just like, wait, hold on a second. Let me check. You're going to hug it? So, grizzly bear's eyes are right out front. Um, I think that we could train grizzly bear. I think it's the only way to bring back the ecosystem here. Okay, so they hire movie, They hire guys who have grizzly bears for movies? Yeah, we met him. Remember Bart. when we met yeah. Bart? Bart's oh, yeah. dead, but we met yeah. him. Woody and okay. I met him. Yeah. So, we could hire one of those guys, throw you in a room with a grizzly for a little while, and see how you come out. 
No, and in a little room, like I could take them at the river in my natural environment. Oh, because you'd rather natural environment. Yeah, <laughs> your natural environment, not the grizzly bears. <laughs> no, he wouldn't be. Used I to could the... totally take them in the wild. Well, yeah, you got to think big, man. I'm thinking I, I totally grizzly. think that, I, this all, is awesome. If anybody big. out there even has a grizzly bear that we can like um, visit, let us know. That'd be pretty cool. You ever like? I think I've there's not... no grizzly people. There's got to be somebody. The Toronto Zoo's got one. Toronto Zoo, shout out to Toronto Zoo. Can we come see your bear? He doesn't look that friendly, uh, like mean through the glass. <laughs> you got like a 50, like how many of you guys have watched those hard copy videos where Were you gonna say a somebody, 50, 50 fall, chance? somebody falls into the bear enclosure or the polar bear enclosure or the gorilla enclosure? Or you got a 50-50 chance, right? No, you don't. What do you mean? It's it's a it's a ninety nine one chance that you make it out of no. Okay, you you, you fall in with like a giraffe. Yeah, you, you're probably gonna be good. <laughs> probably gonna make it out of there. You fall in with a grizzly. Mm, your your day just got a little bit ruined, buddy. You or a so? gorilla. That's that's a day. Gorilla will bugger you up. Well, let's not bring bring up some bad memories there. <laughs> I've watched a lot of those videos actually where people fall into animal yeah. enclosures. They're never good. How, yeah, I was going to say, how often do they make it out okay? They're never. You never get to pet them. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Now, uh, rolling this back in, what are the odds Port Hope tries to uh, shut this down next spring for the steelhead season? And what do we do as anglers? Like, how do you stop this? Like, it, it, like we've talked about this a hundred times. You don't. By Block over off the and over, over and over again, anglers and hunters, I can't think of any other group other than teenage partiers who they were they've shut down. Like as a like um well no you, you you can't just look at it as 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 a group of anglers well, because it's it's all the public that can't go on those properties. There's lots yeah. of people they close walk the beach, their dogs they down there. Everything. The beach is yeah. closed. Yeah, Mark and I went down there earlier today. Yeah, yeah. walked and together. Yeah, we seen one guy out there. We were like, "What's that guy doing? He's fishing." I'm like, "Oh my god, he's fishing!" And you know what? He and then we start looking, boat. and we get a little right. closer, and he's sitting there, shored up, and he's in a boat. Yeah, he's fishing away. Yeah, you know. So they like, haven't oh, shut smart. the launch yet. No, no, the launch is still launch is open. Ten dollars though, ten dollars to launch to park. That's a lot of prune juice for you. <laughs> it is. The younger they get, the we harder figured, time we, they give we, you. We did eh? the math the other day. I'm like twice your age, <laughs> right? You're 25, yeah, right? And I'm three times, 49. Buddy, three times, three times. Didn't you just have your 75th birthday? <laughs> Put your abacus back. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're gonna try. I think they're gonna try now to just shut that river down every chance they got. Well, they've been trying to do it for years, anyway. So, so let's talk about. Uh, yeah, but the only way they can do it right now is with this pandemic angle. Yeah, but now that like they own the property, and they and got away with it, and like, they own all the rope. Yes, like <laughs> they're set up now. Rope. Can a lot, they, of, lot invested in that rope. Yeah. Can they influence? the MNR enough. I don't think they need the MNR's permission to no. shut their land down. Has nothing no, to, no has I nothing. mean the, the watershed. Can they influence They would no. never do that. No. I don't think the MNR so would I don't, ever do that. I don't think they can they can influence the MNR enough to shut the water down and it's not even just the MNR who controls all of that. Yeah. Um, but they can shut down everything around it like your access is going to be limited to nothing. They close out launch. Unless you're in a power close off the, the mouth of the river with rope. No, it's a, that's a different animal. That's a whole different ball game. It's not right? there. Uh, like See, Jim Allen, a good guy out there, right? There, there's a lot of haters in the uh, the world, but Jim Allen says, and I quote: 
I don't know. With that hat and beard, Ian looks like Grizzly Adams. He may make it out. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Jim, I'd like to correct you and say that he looks an awful lot like a hipster. <laughs> yeah, that can't change a tire. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You shouldn't true. even have that beard. True story. <laughs> it's true. I think I, you should I, grow I, the man bun. That's why I got it. Mercer Marine. What would Mercer Marine do if I didn't get flat tires and need him? <laughs> You get a lot of Have other a, shit done. Yeah, he Maybe probably wouldn't. Their business would be so much better. <laughs> uh, anybody needs boat winterized Mercer Marine? <laughs> I'm gonna take mine to Barstow Marine. I think. Really? I take mine to Mercer. Yeah. Yeah, I just leave it there for a couple of days till somebody either winterizes or stays there in the winter. Why don't you just do it yourself? No. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, no. Would you like? Would you like an invite you, back? Nuts? There? I talk in that video. That's a four-letter word that he don't do. (laughs) (laughs) W-O-R-K. What are you thinking? (laughs) What is this manual labor? I've never... Mexican guy? People do I had to move skids on the weekend for Dale because he was having an absolute meltdown. I get to work. This is all during the whole Ian stealing my truck and moving it. Oh, yeah, I did do that. We forgot to talk. I did. Yeah. On Instagram. Um so I'm outside and I'm trying to figure out inventory for the day. And I look over and he's got his phone out and he's doing his, his Instagram stuff. And he goes, oh, can you take a picture of me pulling this? And I'm like, what? And he's like, it's not often I do manual labor. Manual labor to Ian was him with the pump cart pulling a skid. Power pump cart. The power pump cart. The one that's got a motor on <laughs> it that you flip itself. a switch and it pulls itself. Yeah. He Basically, he was walking a piece of machinery. And he's like, oh, take a picture of this manual labor. <laughs> yeah, get this into you, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Next level stuff right here. <laughs> well, I felt so bad. I go, Dale's 104 years old. He uh, he beat Mar- Rocky Marcelono in 1936 with the heavyweight belt of the world. He also was a bouncer when the Beatles came from England. He was a he he he's a trooper. He he works. So Sunday morning, Saturday morning, I got up extra early, left the house for I could help the old boy. I had her pretty much all done by the time we got there. And Garrett left his keys on his uh, trunk. You had it pretty much yeah, all done? Yeah, I had it all done. He, like, he, like, there was two um, pump carts. And yeah. I, I believe the manual one was working, too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We, okay. <clears throat> we were we were at it. So Sean was there, too. No, I was watching. Yeah, Sean was Who was yeah. helping me? I definitely yeah. It wasn't Luke. I, was it Luke? Hi. How's it going? Hey, what's up? You? Yeah. No. Yes. I didn't see you there. I, well, definitely freaking Unforgettable. There. No, <laughs> but uh, the sale went good. That's a lot good. of people. That's good. The sale was it, the sale was crazy. It was good. Yeah, uh, we like there's a there like let's talk about this because I'm sure other outdoor stores are going to start running sales mm-hmm. after we set president. Twenty people in the store, <laughs> one three out. Sean ran the door. Yeah, I'll tell you that that store was busy all day long. We got there in the morning. There was a lineup from the side door all the way out the front of the building and Almost started to go down the one fifteen. Yeah. People, really, people yeah. standing. Yeah. yeah, everybody was really polite. I didn't hear anybody upset about having to wait. I Not at hear, all. I didn't hear any complaining about waiting. I didn't hear anybody complaining about masks. Like everybody actually had a really good time. Yeah. Yep. It yeah, was no, steady. It was Twenty yeah. in, couple out, more in. Like. And I'll tell you, the till at the front, because I sat right at the front door at the exit, I had to let people out. We had to keep the door locked because we had to manage the, the amount of people yeah, that, yeah. Were, that were in the building at one time. And I sat at that front door, and I watched that till all day long. And that till never stopped. It stopped for maybe five to ten minutes once in the afternoon. 
where I was like, oh, it's going to slow down. And then it was like, boom, all day, the rest of the day, nonstop. Bling, bling, yeah. bling, bling. People going out, people going out, people going out. It was it was a really good There's day. There's a ton of people on there well, all three days. Hey, I, I really enjoy the sale because you get to meet people. Yeah. You never know who as you're going to run into. As busy as we were over in the gun department, I was still sending guys down up to the front where you were to grab people out of that line because it was just constantly nonstop. There, yeah. wasn't, there wasn't a break in the day where there wasn't somebody... Out of tilt. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. Who was that guy that we we met that you used to fish with that you thought Adam. That's a crazy story. I met a couple great people during the sale. Um so uh, uh, I'm I, I won't throw Adam's last name out here. When I was a young man, Adam's probably I'm guessing shout out to Pete Dixon. Pete Dixon was Adam's friend too. Yeah, yeah. Adam and uh Pete were closer than I was with Adam. Adam is probably one of the best steelheaders I've ever met in my life. Like, I mean, unbelievable. I have this very vivid memory of being maybe uh, uh, 13, 14, 15, somewhere in that age. Down the river, I had center pin, caught a ton of steelhead, was fishing at the willow trees. Adam shows up in his uh, BMW, right? Rolls out, and I mean, crushes him. And we hadn't got a hit. I mean, like 30 steel. Adam is um, the Kevin Van Dam of when we were younger. He was just on the next level of understanding river fishing and when to use this and when to use that. So I'm not going to throw Adam's name out because I'm going to tell how I remember the story. Um, so, uh, I, you know, when you were, we were that age, you didn't have cell phones and we didn't have Facebook. or do you, It was really hard to connect with no. people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're too young. <laughs> so, you know, I would just see Adam and Pete and the rest of my buddies every Saturday morning at the river. So I didn't see Adam for a, a really long time. And uh, I heard that he had got really sick um, uh, with cancer. And I had heard years after that that he had passed away. So we're, John and I are shooting the shit, talking at East Hill. And uh, you know when you like, because the the mask deal, you know when you recognize somebody's voice? Yeah, yeah, but you don't know. And you don't know. And I'm looking at him, and I, and I was talking to him about a Daiwa rod he was looking at, and I was like, I know that guy, right? So he said, I, I said, hey, do you use the Riverfish Port Hope? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, my name's Ian. And he's like, I know you. And I was like, your name's Adam, right? And he's like, yeah. And I thought I, you were dead. I, honest <laughs> to God. I'd never been so happy to see somebody in my life, right? And we talked for yeah. like an hour and a half. Oh, about, yeah, yeah. He like, hung around the store for a long time. Talking Super about, cool cat. Which yeah. He is an amazing dude. Yeah. Very thought out. So, well, we come to find out that uh, Adam's just finished his medical degree. Uh, he was talking about delivering babies and, and all the different career. And, like, I was floored that it's Adam. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Still yeah. doesn't have social media, he told us. And uh, but he said he would come into the store and we're going to reconnect and hopefully do some full load fishing this fall. Like I was like, um, beside my ghost. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I was so excited to see yeah. him. That's wicked. That's that a really cool awesome. story. Yeah, you know what? You can run into anybody like when you're at something like that. Like well, it's just such a big event that, especially with when it's something that you're interested in, like you know you're gonna run into somebody. And it it happened to me too. It wasn't as cool a story as that, but uh, old boyfriend. <laughs> game on uh, okay we're gonna play this game oh yeah all right you just told the guy he was 75 years old <laughs> oh, but you never know who you're gonna run in, into or what's going to happen after you know that's the beauty part of an outdoor store right and like everybody who comes in you you have some kind of common interest with them yeah 
right? Like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she wants out. Can I let yeah, her you out? can let her out. Is this because I brought you the wrong insurance? This morning? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could just throw the back door open for. Her. She may have to go to the washroom after all those bones. They showed it to fill up forty eight ninety six on uh, on YouTube here. I was talking to him on uh, Thursday about the uh, two SV. He came back Friday and picked one up. Nah, a boy says he loves it. It's a pure weapon. Voice. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I love the the SVs. Pretty much all I use. Change my game. Yep. Change my bait cast. When you were, uh, did you check out the new CT while you were at the store, Sean? The new which? The new uh, Tatua CT that just showed up. I used it two nights cranking for uh, Chinooks. I didn't get any fish, and so nobody's seen it yet. But I got one two weeks ago. Yeah, you showed us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beast of a reel for one hundred and sixty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Like the the entry level into the Tatua. What are you giggling about? <laughs> just Mark. <laughs> what? <laughs> what I do. <laughs> under the table stuff <laughs> yeah it is uh did you get one chance to check one out yeah what'd you think they're sweet they are sweet they are sweet. like they're they're gonna they're, have to add one to the arsenal yeah yeah i'm gonna stick with the sb have you ever hold on i thought she was barking i was gonna have to give her a little zip Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was exciting the, the whole sale was really good i really enjoyed myself I, I met some new friends i met some new people we got to go hunting. i got we got to go hunting afterwards yep. um uh and i got to see adam i can't tell you how like uh because i like i could have hugged the guy do you know what i mean like when you like um yeah yeah just want to i, I could like i could i i like honestly god I, i'd thought about you know adam and that day at the like he was unbelievable. Never... Well, at the end of the day, we had like a 20-minute conversation outside about who he was, right? Because I asked Ian, I'm like, who was that guy? And he had told me the whole thing, and I'm like, wow, that's really awesome that he came in and you guys reconnected. Yeah, I felt so much better. Like, well, do you know what I mean? No, like, I felt you terrible. came up to me. We were out back just taking a breather from the whole thing. You came out, and you're like, you'll never guess who I just met. You explained the whole story, and it sounded just like such a relief. It's like, oh, my God, it's I okay. was like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, like, cool. do you know what I mean? Like, I honestly, it was like I saw a ghost. Like, the, I... It's like seeing Elvis in Tweed or something. <laughs> kind of. Oh, man. <laughs> he did buy a rod. <laughs> oh, yeah. He bought a couple rods. Yeah. Yep. He's One a good dad. dude. Super dude. And you know what? When I when he was telling me about uh, all the um, schooling he'd done and how hard it was and, you know, becoming a doctor, I was like, I, this makes a lot of sense why you did this. And I, I was, I'm really super awesome. I, co- I couldn't be happier. They made my weekend. It's the little things. That's like, a pretty big thing, actually. Yeah, like people coming back from the dead. Yeah. Unbelievable. Now I, I wish I would asked him about steelhead and stuff. I can't even tell you. Uh, like Is he still doing love. it? Is he still fishing? And- he does fish quite a bit. He's still did, really into Did you fish. get a number from this guy so you guys No, I, I don't. Like, that would have been unfair to our rules here, right? Like, he says he's going to come in the store. We're going to go fishing. That's like how uh, it always worked when we were kids. We would make packs. Okay, let's talk. Did you guys have the, like, friends when you were kids? Yes, uh, like, I had friends when I was a kid. <laughs> other than I had a Mike, really bad childhood. <laughs> other than Mike Carnegie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, la, 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 la. We would all meet at the river, and we would make plans like the, for the next Saturday. I, I don't remember when I've made plans a week out we, ever now. But we would be like, all right, guys, are you guys all free Saturday? Okay, uh, one of them, because I was always younger than the rest of them, like quite a bit younger they would all been like 16 set like they all had driver's license and i didn't i was quite a bit younger and they just let me hang out because i was the local kid so um hi pete dixon <laughs> or uh dan sims 
or one of those guys, uh, Ryan Gregory, would John Devlinstein, one of those guys would pick me up at my house, and then we'd uh, Steve Balzan, or we'd all um, like meet at the river, right? Like there were there was like a huge group, and we'd fish every Saturday through the fall. Did you guys have those experiences growing up? Like, like we, guys, uh, you would like I and I, I would talk to a couple of them during the week, like phone calls to check in, and you would like Dan had messaged me or call me and be like, "Hey, I talked to Pete. Pete's coming. Call Ryan and tell him the two of us are coming." And then like that kind of thing. We uh, so I grew up in more of like the suburbs. So we we met up at the green electrical boxes on the side of the road, and that's where we'd make our plans. But I I know what you're getting at. Do you know, like it's not, it's not the same now. Like it, it, like technology is a little better. We like and we can all talk on the phone on the way home from wherever. But um, did you have that? Like you up in Bob Cage, and did you have a group of friends who you were like, hey, I'm gonna. Yeah, we had we had a group of friends that we all hung around all the time. Yeah, always. Oh yeah, always was our cousin shit. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys used to meet up at like the old malt shops on your way back? <laughs> <laughs> Were you guys Our all roller skates over? Yeah. They they all had like their uh, on, wheel. Guys. We're the going to wheel the and stick. Can you see Mark as a kid wheeling his yep. like the stick down the <laughs> hooping a stick, hooping a stick, hooping a stick, can in a string. Jacks used to play jacks. Really? No. <laughs> Lies. They invented jacks. <laughs> Shout out to Dale. We all pretty well lived on the same street, anyways. Right really? down the road yeah, with your enormously yeah. large bicycle tires on the okay. front. You've yeah, got where, some... wherever the bikes were, that's where everybody was. You know what? I've noticed yeah. in today's day and age, I don't see kids riding bikes like I used to. Like there used, used to be run like the tires off. Ours. Like like I rode yeah. my bike everywhere, like to the river. I remember having like a telescope rod so we can go down the river. Uh, but I never see kids anymore. Like Ashton never is never even asked for a bike. We used to go to the creek behind my parents' house, just like a little tiny Harmony like Harmony Creek is one of them, and uh, with cheese and little hooks and catch like the chubs and stuff in the in the creek, <laughs> catching chubs, cheese with the hooks. boys, <laughs> cheese and hooks with cheese. <laughs> Cheese and nuts. Wow! Now it's <clears throat> now it's spinning reels and dingers <laughs> and frogs. Got lots of frogs and tadpoles with the boys. Oh, with that the boys. kills me. They, but do you know what I mean? Like I feel like kids miss out a lot in today's day and age when it comes to that. So when I was a kid, we used to go. I used to go to go to my family farm, and before I was old enough to work, that's probably why I don't like manual labor anymore. Uh, I remember having uh, a knight's outfit. My grandfather was a welder. I had a, a New Yorker hubcap as a chest plate, and I had like arms, right, and um, a helmet. And I we had a walker hound, and I would take him into the barn all day, and we, we would defeat. I thought he was a dragon, right? And I'd drag him back to the house, and I had a joust, a joust. So I built like a forget out of hay, and every time he got in, I tried to kill him. You should probably still wear that helmet. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. <laughs> and I, I can remember dragging that dog all over the place, telling everybody, not they'd be like, "That's the dumbest hound I ever saw," and I'd be like, "Don't speak to my dragon like that." <laughs> I used to do uh, big brothers, big sisters. So I was yep. a, a big brother, and. Uh, the guy or the kid, um, he's he's sixteen now. Yeah. Um, I was a big brother too. It was it was a big thing to go out and like we used to go down to the river and I just teach him how to goose call. Yeah. Just going out and doing that and he's like, It's so much fun out here. He's like, I don't know why I don't come out here anymore, but he's always at home, they're playing different get video games. Like I played video games and stuff too as a kid, but it was a treat going outside, like it was the best thing in the world. But now it's just it's more drawn inside activities going out on a bike ride we i took him out one night and we just went out and had a bonfire yeah 
We went on a bonfire. I got him a knife. And he, you know, we whittled marshmallow sticks, and then I showed him how to whittle. Like, I don't little feel things out of knives. That was a big thing for me too. Was getting my first pocket knife, like oh, the, it was, the the wood with the uh, gold ring, like from Canadian Tire, an, an old buck knife or something like yeah. that. Yeah, army knife. You're the king. I would save up and and I would get stuff like that. Like I'd get a slingshot or I'd get a BB gun, and then I'd have it for a week, and I'd have it taken away because I like shot the neighbor, or, like, <laughs> broke somebody's window. Woody, Woody was a huge collector of BB guns and weapons. Oh yeah. I remember having pellet gun wars at your house. But I'd modify them like the crossman turned I have this. Off. Okay, okay. This is how stupid we saw were. Off cross. We go to Woody's house. <laughs> Shout out to Chad Lee's master. We go to Woody's house. And Woody's like, here, I'll give you guys each a gun, right? Like a air rifle. He's like, let's go. We'll play war. I'm going to take a slingshot. This bastard brings marbles. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes first. So he's in like the tree line, right? And we're crawling through the grass, and I can hear these things going through the grass. At the time, I was like, I'm going to shoot him with the gun like he's dead. He'll never see us. We're ninjas. Now, looking back at it, like if he had hit one of us, oh, yeah, you would have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't. We, we were so stupid when we were kids. We, were, we, we stole some 22 rounds. <laughs> and all of us, we went to this, this fire pit on this vacant lot. And we put a rock in the middle of the fire pit, and then we put a twenty-two shell on it, and we would smash it with other rocks. <laughs> and and we were all standing in a circle, and we just boom. We were all like, "Oh yeah, this is amazing." <laughs> then one went across and went into the guy's uh, siding and went across the canal, hit the guy's house, and he came out and started screaming at us, and we scattered. Yeah, you know, thinking back on that now. Oh, Sounds right. like a great time. I'm like, I'm, what are you guys doing later? You want to grab some 22 show? <laughs> want to go smash some bullets with? Do you like right? to like do? Okay, so we're we're getting deep into the conversation here. Like, do you think that our generation, and the generations before, like we got really lucky, or is today's generation like watered down? I think 100%. we oh. are just way more badass. Yeah. yeah, way cooler. Yeah, we had was, yeah. So my first BB gun. I got you know for Christmas. I don't know. It was like 10 or something like that. And uh, so then all the neighbors and all the other kids had to get BB guns because we were going to have wars. So I was like, oh, I'll shoot myself with it so I know what it feels like. And then if I shoot one of them, then it won't be so bad. And that was my mentality. It's like, I shot myself with it. I know it's not that bad, so I can now just shoot you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, sure, I shot the first kid, and he went instantly home to his dad. And his dad oh, Woody got me one time in the back of the leg, and uh, Barb had to pull the BB out. Like, yeah, he was like in there through the pants. And oh, yeah. She, and I can remember her telling me, like, stop moving. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, it toughens you. But up. that was that was also back in the day. Like our parents used to beat us. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? Hairbrush, <laughs> the hairbrush. Oh my god! Like, like we we would take an ass whooping. Yeah. And now nowadays, like you you can't give these kids ass whooping. Your ass at school. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> but and, and also now, but you're seeing like you'd never see. I don't think not too many people from our generation. Would go up to like a police officer, like I seen this video yeah, the yeah, other yeah. day. Go up to a police officer, and he's got a donut on a fishing rod, and he's like, "Here, piggy, here, piggy, you want a donut?" Like you're walking down the street filming this. Like this kid hasn't been hitting the mouth enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there is like, that. You would not get that from our generation. No, I, I call every older person uh, like sir. Like even at the store, like how are you? Today, yeah, we're, sir? I, like, I think I'm we're very... way more respectable when it comes to comes to that. There is this thing. Do you remember what were their names in Port Hope? Bruce and Shannon. Oh yeah. You remember that? Brooks. Like if you then they, they drove like a Camaro. Yeah. And if you like mouth them, they'd have just beat you up. <laughs> right, like straight up. Like they just pull their Camaro over and beat you up. Like yeah, I yeah. can remember being like, 
don't mess with Bruce and Shannon. You're getting one. They'll, they'll kill you, right? Yeah. But like, do you remember that? I do. Like, you, you, you just didn't mouth off when you were an eight. You didn't tell the eighteen-year-old uh, to go f himself. No. Right? Because he couldn't pummel you. They yeah, but when you were eight, you also couldn't say to go f yourself to anybody like that. Was I okay. could. <laughs> I was eight. I, I, I could. That was, that was not okay when I was eight. That was way in my vocabulary yeah. when I was eight. I was doing it all the time. I also got my ass whipped all the time by bigger dudes. I'd lip right off to them, and they would come over and they would just pummel me. And I'd take her like a champ. And as I'm walking away, I'd be right back at him. <laughs> yeah, that that was not. That's me too. Yeah, totally. But yeah, I remember like Bruce and Shannon would show up at the park and they'd be like kids running for their lives. Yeah. Like down at the town park and that Camaro would be like spinning. Oh, yeah. Kids would be running from their, their lives. Like you, you just like, yeah, it was crazy. How that would, that would make people? the news now. They would have been like 18, 19. They, would have, they were quite a bit older than us. Yeah, yeah. They'd have been like 18, 19 and we would have been like 10. Yeah. But they were just looking for one kid to like melt them off, and then they'd chase you with like when you were on your GT, right? Like you, they'd you'd chase go, you with a Camaro. No, they'd like show up with the Camaro, right? And they'd be looking for some like thirteen-year-old kid to go tell them to have themselves. And then me, I'd try to like get as far across the uh, on my GT. They always come in the wintertime, and then run home because I live close, right? Yeah, but then my old man what my ass for calling causing trouble when I got home. I can remember, so I always lived in the south, and my parents would watch TV down there. And you know when you live somewhere so long that you can tell people's footsteps? Yep. I knew my mom's footsteps. She would come three times when, like, my... I'd, like, I was the, the big brother who would, like, go across the hall and, like, sneak in and, like, slap my brother in the face while he's sleeping. Scared it's not out of him, right? I, I just couldn't help myself. So Lee would come, and Lee would get, like, aggressively anger. Like, do you know what I mean? And she wasn't against using, like, a wooden spatula or something. And, do you know what I mean? Like, she, she'd lay down the law. If he got up on number four, always, I always thought that if he loses his marbles, he may kill us. Right. Like, do you know what I mean? Yep. He never like used weapons. He just, I just knew in my head that there was like this limitation. And if we cross this line, it could be over. Right. He could argue, but he could also kill you. I always figured that my mom like had enough common sense to like stop hitting before death came. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like she had that motherly instinct. Didn't think he had that. <laughs> I didn't think he had that. I didn't think he had that till he was sixty-one years old. <laughs> but that's the generation you come from, right? Now today, you see these like people are just asking for it. It's almost like yeah, they were never they somewhere. were never spanked bare ass with a hairbrush when they were a kid. Hairbrush. You never got that one. It's about consequences. I think you got to grow up and still have fear you for absolutely, sure and, yeah, absolutely and, right and and have knowledge that yeah there is consequences for your for your actions you're going to suffer a repercussion every here. year some kid turns 19 and 99 of them are fine one goes down there and lips off like he, he, he at the bar after he's had too many drinks and somebody pumbles him now it seems like um and that that's like um that's like a rite of passage or it used to be a rite of passage right like that's kind of how you learn your lesson it's not like that anymore, right? Because you have to sit there and listen to some kid. There was a lot more bar fights, I think, back in the day. Yeah, like, do you, you know, know what I mean? Like, it was every night. There was yeah. one every night. Yeah. But if you got out of hand and you were real disrespectful to somebody, You're you got punched in the face, and you, yeah. you, next weekend you you really thought about who you were going to lip, right? For sure. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, but there doesn't seem to be any kind of um, 
consequence anymore to any of this because we almost like because if it happens nowadays there isn't there can't be a fight so do you there, think there, there's no there's no way there can be a fight without cameras there can, without and... cameras without cops um, immediately like it's just it's not an know. acceptable thing anymore i'm not saying that fighting is a good thing or anything like that or violence of any time but there no. is that kind of like sometimes somebody just needs shot in the teeth yeah, do you know what I mean? A high five, in yeah, the yeah, face like, with a chair, yeah, yeah. like yeah. Do you know what high I mean? five with a closed fist. It's almost like you, like sometimes somebody deserves a shot like that, and then you pick them up, and you're like, hey, you can't speak to people like that. Yeah, I think we talked about that before. Uh, there'd be a handshake. That's sure, the there yeah, yeah. There'd be a drink after. Yeah, you sit at the bar later. Yeah, I don't know. Most I remember being at the bonfire and two kicking like two foot and a guy in the chest. And and then and then I got pulled back and I got, I got leave I got, it up to the Japanese guy. Yeah, Come yeah. Screaming across the room with the old two. And, and then I got I got I got my shit kicked in and uh, but afterwards I went up and it was like here and I gave him a beer. And I'm like I felt like crap and well I literally felt like crap and then physically felt like crap and had a beer with him afterwards. Oh Garrett son. <laughs> <sighs> Who's ready for final thoughts? We're doing that already. We should start there. Why? Start where? I'm not ready. Because yeah, <laughs> the only reason is because he's not there. Sean, go ahead. Give us your final thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, don't forget to beat your children, but that would have been. We're gonna end it on that, everybody. Probably, probably not good. But uh, no, my final thought. Figure out your rules and regulations. If yeah. there's a way around them. And you're every right to do it, do it. No, for sure. That's a good one. Yeah. That was good on those guys for like looking into this and getting her done. Do you know what I mean? Like that that's really Yeah. Absolutely. Good on them. Yep. They did their homework. They made the calls that they needed to do. Yep. Yeah. To find out the they knew the information. The, they knew the right information. And ran yep. with it. Are you ready, Mark? Uh um, well, you can't just Go yeah, like no, I can do whatever can. I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got to go around the table. <laughs> yeah, I can do whatever. You're not I want. being last. Yeah. No, Woody's always last. Yeah, yeah. Because he's an inspiration to us all. It's true. No, I go after Woody, so that mine looks. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Always got to have the last word. word yeah. yeah. Um, well, I don't even. <laughs> what should I say? Really? Summer's, oh. Okay, summer's come to an end. Yeah, listen, They're having mass hot dogs at retirement home tomorrow. For 114 of these, and you still yeah, are like what? No. Get outside, enjoy the outdoors. It's gonna get cold outside. Ah, uh, weird. I, I got, nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Garrett, you got something? <laughs> I, don't you I, I don't know if I can top Mark. Get outside, enjoy the outdoors. Don't get your hair, don't get your ass beat with a hairbrush. Yeah, <laughs> Garrett's is gonna be try the two footed kick. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going for a kick, two you feet got, is better than one. Do you have, a, do you have a scope right. for that at East Hill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Okay, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Go no, ahead. No, I think the biggest thing to take away is when you are out there enjoying the outdoors is, uh, yeah, like Sean said, do, do it properly. It's not hard to, to do it properly and to look in how to do it properly and get out of your comfort zone with it. Um, uh, you just recycled Sean. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> We're on I'm the not, same side I of the table. Yeah, we not. can do that, Mark. Just um, because you say it. Like, like I'm a I'm I'm big time hunting and uh, I'm not I'm not as big into the fishing. Like I didn't know it was actually such a blasphemy to eat a bass. I just thought it was because bass aren't that great to eat that we didn't do it. 
Um, they taste like yeah. We suggest <laughs> we suggest the musky. But well, Oh my god! Nice sweet meat. Um, but I was saying, I want to get out there. Can we not the other white meat? <laughs> For as long as you live, you'll never let that one down. Who no. comes on this show and was like, oh, "Yeah, boy. I caught a musky. The musky. <laughs> I ate it, and I ate it." <laughs> Same thing when we went, when I was Gavin. I would have eaten a crow if we got one. <laughs> Tastes like pigeon. You ever had pigeon? No, no. I, I, no, Sean had I, a bad pigeon. Toronto. <laughs> Sean had a bad pigeon experience. Yeah, real bad. At yeah, the chalet. No, no. no the no. pigeon wouldn't die. Pigeon yeah, yeah, wouldn't die. Is this a bad? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> get out of your comfort zone with it. I want to go do some more fishing, but you know that's not my that's not my forte. So Ian and I talked about that. Um, I talked about. You're take- gonna get him to teach you. <laughs> no, I'm going to go out with Sean. <laughs> okay, that's better. <laughs> I set that up for them. Yeah. He slid into my DMs the other night. Oh. Nice. <laughs> okay, do you have a final thought or not? Get out of your comfort zone. Go out have fun outside. Eat a musky. <laughs> Eat a musky. <laughs> Eat a musky. Mm. Love it. Musky. Musky. Wow. Do you got to get a charter to get one of those? <laughs> wow. Dude, fish fingers for days. Oh, I can't. My stomach hurts now. Okay, Woody, we got to wrap this up, man. Well, <laughs> two weeks ago, we talked about the bear breeding facility, but I realize now we probably need to do some training. So if there are any grizzly bear trainers out there, uh, Ian would gladly take some lessons. Are we just going to bypass the fact that you said that you could take on any shark by pointing, by poking it in the eye? <laughs> we we need to come back to that as well. That's how Garrett killed the muskie. <laughs> wow. My final thought is be open to new experiences. Sometimes the door closes and new ones are just right around the corner. Be more of a yes person than a no person twice this week, three times this week, actually. Usually, I don't go hunting with strangers. Saturday, we were invited by some nice young men who follow us on Instagram, and they were like, hey, Garrett and Ian, would you like to come hunting with us? Normally, I would be hum and ha. This time, I was like, yes, and I even had to twist your arm. The next night, our buddy Gavin from Full Draw Outdoors was like, do you want to go goose hunting? It's a 50-50 shot. Most of the time, I would be like, no. But now I'm saying yes. Get outside and join the things. When somebody invites you over for a beer, say yes. Why not? There's Life is very short. Enjoy yourself. Make the most of it. You never know what is just around the corner. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have enjoyed myself. Garrett, you can come back even though you ate a musky. <laughs> I'll bring, I'll bring, I'll bring up some fried bass for everybody next time. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Have a great night. Say nice things to your loved ones and never beat your children unless really necessary. Good night. <laughs>